broadcasting live from the Gruel Guild Gate and the Gruel Guild Gate in particular that is just the gate. The, just, no other one. Just the door. Just the door. It's, <laughs> look, the it's law said we have to have a gate and we built a gate. We don't see what the problem is. I, I love so good. I love Gruel yeah. so much. Like, <laughs> like just the level of malicious compliance here. Yeah, it's like we have a door. Like we have the thing. Yeah, it's like, and you, you know, there's like a law mage who's like, no, look, it has to. There, there's a lot implicit when we said a gate, like usually a wall or a structure of some kind. Is it's a gate. wall? Yeah, is yeah. gate. Yeah. Is gate. We built a gate. We don't see the problem. Hello, I'm Cameron. I'm Ben. I'm Nelson. And we're here to rap at you about Ravnica spoilers. Uh, We've already spoiled one card. Mm -hmm. You probably knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we could kind of like but you all did. see this one. This 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 chase reprint coming. You didn't know the art direction was going to be so killer. Yeah. It, kudos. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Kudos. Um, well, I suppose uh, we should bring up the fact that Tap Tap Concede is brought to you by you, the viewer, over at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. Way to go. You did this. Um, you did this? You know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> I did this. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for your very kind support of us through Patreon, we would not be able to keep the lights on and pay for our lovely and insightful hosts. We, so We know what you did, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Way to go. Uh, and it is also brought to you by the very generous people over at CardKingdom.com. CardKingdom.com. We have been given guidelines on what their motto is. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. <laughs> we actually haven't. They're very... Uh, they, they enjoy our goofs. Yes. Um, That's what happens, I guess, when you have friends that work there. Yeah, yeah. They give, it, they give you a bit of stick mm -hmm. about it, and we, we return. Uh, so if you go to cardkingdom.com slash LRR, that enters our affiliate code, and it lets them know that we sent you. Uh, they're a great place to go for all of your magic singles needs if you live anywhere in the world, or if you live in the United States, um, you can get like sealed product through them as well. And um, yeah, they're, 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 shipping is notoriously fast now, although mm -hmm. that may be modified by your local postal service, but it's very rare that they don't get it out the door same day. Um, and if you even want like a sealed-ish product, you can probably get outside the States their sweet battle decks, mm -hmm. which are yeah. kind of like they've taken a bunch of they've made they've made lists for for the singles that they they do have and turned them into decks and they also even recently made a draft set mm. and if you search uh, Lumeria draft LRR on YouTube probably or on our site then you can uh, watch us have a lot of fun with that yeah, yeah we goofed around with the battle decks at desert bus right this year and you can yeah um, yeah they're really fun I like the enchantress one mm. it was it was pretty sweet I just love that they're doing it I, I really like dual decks oh yeah but those oh. are those should be available outside the states, I would think. Yes, I would think so. Yeah. Singles, so. Even yeah. though they like sealed. Yeah. Um, also, if you're in Seattle, please consider checking out their brick and mortar stores. Uh, Carkeen.com and Mox Boarding House are kind of like the um, the place that you would open if you could open a magic store. Basically, like they they've got a great cafe, and you know they pull a decent shot of espresso, and they're it's a clean and well lit place to storm out. Mm -hmm. So uh, we found yeah. the motto after all. Clean and well lit place to start. That's Cam's favorite motto for yep. I like that. Music. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, shall we move on then? Time to crack a pack. Yeah, the supporters or... have been thanked. The intros have been done. Yes. Yeah. Uh, roll that dice, Ben. Goodbye. And it's it. uh, 16. sixteen. Okay, one, two. I like three, this new four, box. Five, I haven't seen this six, yet. Six. Yeah. I think the past couple ones I've been on, it's been Portal 3, so... Hell yeah! Ooh, Master, Master 25! 25. Uh, yes, this box was very generously gifted to us by a, a, uh, a fan and supporter who was sick and tired of us uh, opening and keeping our cards in a dilapidated cardboard box. <laughs> Which works fine, by the way. We yeah, still it's still, it's still perfectly, it's perfectly so good, there. as my dad mm -hmm. would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this is very fantastic. Nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right, so we opened a pack of Masters 25 that was given to us at uh, PAX Aus 2018 by Fen Hickson. Yeah, that yeah. seems about right. Yeah. Thankson. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. All right. And I, I assume I probably met you at PAX Aus, so it was good to see you. Yeah. Well, let's see what we got here. All right. Starting off. Vampire Lacerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on a black aggro. Mm -hmm. Love it. 
Yep, this was um, from Zendikar, as the watermark shows. But yeah, I remember this kind of being hammering early on. Oh yeah, it's good in draft, it's mm -hmm. good, in, good in constructed. It was a, a staple of the black-red vampire deck in standard, mm -hmm. which what? Wasn't mm -hmm. usually tier one, but like did some things and was yeah, like a was, very solid tier two deck. Like, yeah, it was a good aggro deck. It yeah. was like an aggro deck that finished with a combo, right? Right. You could you could get your uh, what you could play Calastria Highborn after Worldway came out and then like sacrifice your your Bloodgast to something. Yeah, and then right? just like Viscerasir probably. Yeah. yeah, you play Viscerasir and you it, could it could get there like that. Opponent. Yeah, yeah. Or you could just play Malakar Blood Witch. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that that also killed people. One card combo. Um, Mog Flunkies. Everyone's favorite three threes for two. Mm -hmm. uh, can't attack or block alone, but that could also be another Mog Flunky, as depicted in the art. Yeah. Oh, mind blown. <laughs> they, these hit people good. Um, white Mane Lion. One in a white for a creature cat is a 2-2 with flash. When it enters the battlefield, return a creature you control to its owner's hand. So, Pretty fun draft card. Yeah. yeah. Sort of blink strategies or save your guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Elvish Aberration for five and a green. Mm, you right. get a four five elf mutant. It taps to add three green to your mana pool, and it has four cycling for two. I remember the cool thing about this set was Elvish Aberration um, has the has a similar art to Fierce Empath. I don't mm. know if it makes a panel. It I, might. I, yeah, I don't I think know if it's it just does. the same artist did both mm -hmm. of them. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like, so it, what's interesting is like, yeah, because Fierce Empath can fetch for Elvish Aberration. If you wanted to, um, but it's kind of like it, like oh yeah, turns into it. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Friends, do. yeah, yeah. Or their yeah, buddies. I like yeah. that. This uh, card's pretty terrible, though. I like that mm -hmm. it's an elf, and mm -hmm. it's, it's a neat part of a cycle. It forest cycles, which is great, and then it does mm -hmm. some other things when you have enough mana. But it's mm -hmm. kind of like if you took everything you love about Primeval Titan and then you split it into some different parts, so you can <laughs> yeah. either attack for a bit. Or you can make mana, but you can't just kind of do both. Yeah, I feel as Ben Wheeler is fond of saying, all you need to do is get to six mana, then you can start ramping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, the always controversial Brainstorm. Mm. This art. Uh, Brainstorm's an instant, one blue, classic. Draw three cards, then put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. That does not have to be from the three cards that you just drew. Listen. You asked me to draw a brainstorm. The I art direction was very clear. I, I don't know what the hell you wanted from me. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you haven't had children yet, you can, like, just look at the anguish and pain that is on this cloud's face and mm -hmm. just know that sometimes you feel a little bit like that. <laughs> it's three in the morning and they're wide awake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just want to puke out a bunch of lightning bolts. <laughs> uh, Self-assembler. Oh, yeah. Five-mana artifact. Creature, assembly worker for a 4-4. When a self-assembler enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an assembly worker creature card, reveal it, and put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Was Mishra's workshop in this? No. No, this is from... You, oh, oh, in the in the, in in the 25. Uh, I think it is, however... For the subtype is not... Yeah, Mishra's yeah. workshop doesn't have a creature type. Mm, it's not right. a tribal land. I don't know if they ever made any of those. I don't know if there are any tribal lands. I thought, I thought it activated as an assembly worker. It totally becomes an assembly right, worker. Right, but it doesn't but have the subtype. You can't go find your Mishra's factory with your self-assembler, unfortunately, just oh, to the way the, the rules work. Yeah, exactly. I went up the lore against... sometimes loses to the magic rules. Mm. I went up against somebody in the uh, Kaladesh. Is this Kaladesh or Yep, Eagle? it's yeah, from Kaladesh, Kaladesh. yeah. Uh, the symbols look very similar. Uh, that uh, had four of these in their pre-release pool. And it's just like, it's not like tremendously powerful, but at but, around turn five and whatnot, and when you're just dropping a bunch of four fours every turn, it just sort of yeah. became this wall that was very hard to get through. Yeah, no, it's a real card. <laughs> Draft three or four of them, and it's a it's a reasonable strategy. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really enough. like how Self-Sembler fit into the Kaladesh limited environment, where it was like, Okay, they've got this kind of Squadron Hawk package in their deck that gives them some late game momentum for mm -hmm. sure. But mm -hmm. it wasn't, it definitely wasn't unfair. Like, it wasn't as good as having three free trains in your deck. Yeah. Right. Or even the, uh, the Green Tiger. Right. Mm -hmm. The energy uh, payload. Right. Yeah. Where, which one's that? It's like four uh, mana, three, three, and it turns to a five, five? Or? No, it was a, a, wasn't it a six mana, four, four that. Eight energy to oh, make itself a six-six. Right, a right. Mm. Yeah, that's Riparian cool. Tiger. Yeah, Riparian Tiger. Right. I think. Yeah. 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 But like, yeah, this was also totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, next up, 
That was there's one other assembly. Where yeah, if you're playing. Oh, and they printed it in this set, didn't they? Because yeah, yeah. it's from Time Spiral, right? So self assembler in Masters Twenty Five can go and get assembly worker from Time Spiral. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Arbor Elf. First pick. Yep. Untap target forest for one mana. You get a one one elf druid with one line of text. Untap target forest. It's a good looking Arbor Elf right there. Mm -hmm. Windless slam for me. Chandra's Outrage. Mm. Two and two red for an instant. Chandra's Outrage deals four damage to target creature and two damage to that creature's controller. This does everything I want in a red removal spell. Mm. Including cost four mana. Yeah. It's a it's fine It's at play. instant speed. I always happy to play this card in limited, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it does what you need it to do. Yeah. Uh, Nile Spell Bomb. Hmm. A one mana artifact. Sacrifice or tap and sacrifice Nile Spellbomb. Exile all cards from target player's graveyard. When Nile Spellbomb is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may pay one black mana. If you do, draw a card. I was really glad this wasn't in Ultimate Masters. <laughs> I mean, it would just, this is a direct hose to like half Average. of the strategy. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wonder what the debate was around like in Ultimate Masters not having a card that. Just hoses graveyards. Yeah, yeah like they, right? they they had like corner case cards that could deal with it. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I think one of the big one, easiest ones was like Heap Doll. Yeah, right. and there was also the um, the Orsoth card from the previous Ravnica block that blew something out of a graveyard and gave you a spirit. Oh, right, uh, Beckon Apparition. Apparition. Yeah, yeah. Beckon Apparition. I think that yeah. actually is from Eventide, isn't it? Oh, it might, might be. be. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, because it had the wispy yeah. spirit. Because okay. yeah, it was one of. But the... this just nukes a whole graveyard like Tormod's Crypt. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like. Oh, well, okay, I guess I lose this match. Mm -hmm. I think like having like your Grave Troll and your li or your Life from the Loam and all that just taken away from you. Mm -hmm. Womp womp. Mm -hmm. um, Bloodhunter Bat. For three and a black, you get a 2-2. Two -two. Uh, bat. It has flying. When Bloodhunter Bat enters the battlefield, target player loses two life and you gain two life. Well, decent little momentum swing. Yep. No, it's fine. fine role player. It's not as good as the Arbor Elf or the Challengers that rage, I don't think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, mm -hmm. solid... Solid role player. <laughs> Swiftfoot Boots. Whoa, I forgot that that was in this set. Yeah, an huh. important get for commander players, I think, because wasn't this one creeping up there? No. No? No, they no, kept putting it in all the commander graves. Right. The original right. one is yeah. still probably worth a buck or two, but, but Swiftfoot Boots, they managed to pump them out. Okay. I experienced uh, some... some Emotions regarding Swiftfoot boots while I was at uh, GP Vancouver. Oh, okay. Really? Uh, where somebody uh, equipped the boots to uh, Audric. Okay. Spymaster of Trust? No, no, no. no uh, he, oh, uh, the, the keyword soup white creature, isn't it, Audric? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Audric or whatever. Audric. Attacking yeah. is like impossible for your opponent, and you get to make them all block. Well, they, they well, share no. all their keywords. It, he he oh. gives keywords to everybody. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. It, maybe it's not Audric. No, it probably is, is Audric. Yeah. So I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, this, this gentleman. This one. Uh, and like you, if you put the boots on it on, at combat, he gives everything haste and hexproof with just the boots. Those are pretty right? good. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So yeah, and uh, yeah, that was tough to deal with. I can imagine. Well, I mean, are for you playing a modern while, or what? Uh... This was commander. Oh, commander. Yeah, okay, cool. Nice. Uh, next up. Hey, Zulaport Cutthroat, you're not quite as good a blood artist. But you have one power. For yeah. one in a black, you get a human rogue ally. It's a 1 1. Whenever Zillaport Cutthroat or another creature you control dies, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Is Blood Artist any creature? Any creature. Wow. But has zero power. Same as Hissing Iguana. But you know, yeah, the difference between those two cards, functionally, when you're going to play Constructed, is pretty yeah. low, right? Mm -hmm. Like the yeah. plan is to kill your own creatures, so mm -hmm. it fits in pretty well. Yeah. But, yeah. No, a, a fine card. Absolutely. Happy to see happy to see this reprinted in the set. Yeah. Just because of what it implies about the limited environment. Iwamari of the open fist. Two and two green, you get a five-five human monk with trample. Alright. When Iwamari of the Open Fist enters the battlefield, each opponent may put a legendary creature card from his or her hand onto the battlefield. Record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> there were some other larger <laughs> uh, legendary creatures in this set. 
this is a bit scary, but I mean, yeah, five five for four is not bad. I mean, I guess you try to make your opponent have it. Have you it. probably play it like it's it's not it's not as immediately scary as like you know drafting like show and tell and cube, yeah. right? Yeah, which in, is always a format. trap. There's gonna be a lot of really good open fists yeah. where they they miss or their mm -hmm. legendary creature doesn't matter as much as Iwamori. But yeah. these kind of gamble cards are great, right? Yeah. Where it's like you know pretty pretty reasonable reward, but possibly catastrophic failure. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like Dark yeah, you're like, not revealing your Gurmag Angler. Yeah, yeah. Iwamori, opponent. Yeah. Emrakul. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Can't quite trample through that. Yeah, Reveals yeah. Emrakul in one land in hand. Right, yeah, like... He's just, he's just like, um... I know I said that I would, I would like, challenge anybody to a fist fight. Yeah. yeah. I I realize now that I misspoke. This, I, this was a mistake. This was this was a mistake. I, I would like to leave now, please. Yes. <laughs> Mari just looks at Emrakul and is like, hmm, turns out I have no honor. Yeah. <laughs> turns around, leaves. <laughs> have fun. Uh, next up, Planeswalker. Stryonic Resonator. Ah, the tutor card. Mm. In that it taught how mechanics worked. Stryonic Resonator is a two-mana artifact with an activated ability for two generic mana and tap, copy target triggered ability you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. Mm -hmm. Nelson, what's a triggered ability? Well, Cameron, a triggered ability is one of the types of abilities, and it's always worded with the word when, or whenever, or if, mm. or at the beginning of, or at, like, at. Okay. So, triggered abilities look for a condition to happen, Sometimes it's just the beginning of a step or a new mm -hmm. step happening, or someone taking a game action, like untapping or attacking or gaining right. life or drawing cards, etc. And whenever their trigger condition is met, they go on the stack. Hmm. And that's when you get to use their abilities. So... <laughs> Sorry, just the way you started, like the explanation where you're like, triggered it's a type of ability. A type of and I was ability like, that happens. It's like that the great nine book trigger. Yeah. yeah, or something like that. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to sass back the host. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, the best way just would have been be like, clear. Yeah. Hey, Nelson, what's a triggered ability? It's like, you don't know what a triggered ability is? Yeah. That <laughs> would have been like the best way to just like. Well, I'm sure well, there's probably someone watching who doesn't know what a triggered ability yeah, no, is. No, so, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like, th this card was actually kind of dirt, right? reasonably, um, like, a lot of people, I don't know if a lot of people like this in M14, I don't, it was, I don't think it was particularly good, but people were like, oh, this is an interesting way to teach players what certain yeah. things are. Mm -hmm. it's, so for the purposes of this card, does the ability have to actually have been triggered for this card to do its thing? Yeah. So, if, like, if it's, a, like, when a so, creature comes into play, whatever, uh, mm -hmm. sacrifices something. Right. Uh, you can't just, like, activate the Stryonic uh, Resonator and make somebody sacrifice something. Mm -hmm. well, you have to actually do it when that trigger is on the stack. Well, yes. like when, let's look at what's in this pack, for example. Mm -hmm. So, Stryonic Resonator. Mm -hmm. What other triggered abilities do we have in this pack alone? Iwamori. Yep. Got the word so, when. Go, yeah, it has the word when. It's probably want, not one that you want to copy. If you want, you can let them put Emrakul and Kozilek into play. Yes. Yeah. For two more mana. Zulaport Cutthroat. Not yep. a bad one. This is not a bad ability to trigger twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Bloodhunter Bat. Excellent. Mm -hmm. a, a fine use for two mana. Now that's... Zulaport so far is the only one that's not happening when an expel field. Oh, this is... You know you missed oh, yeah, one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. when you could... You could uh, copy Nile Spell Bombs, mm -hmm. um, uh, Death Trigger. That's right. Um, so pay two more mana, drawing trigger. That's a pretty good deal. Mm -hmm. So in all these situations, what you're doing is you are waiting for the one, ability to go on the stack. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. whenever it's on the stack, you can copy it with the Surrounded Resonator. Right. So you're, you're copying it off the stack, not off the card, I guess. Is this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, the Resonator targets an ability. Mm -hmm. There's one. Yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, about half our cards, Hedrick, and actually Vampire Lacerator is also one. <laughs> you could yeah. as well. Yep. You could copy it if you needed to. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I win most slam the Arbor Elf. Mm -hmm. I think um, I've got... Oh, no, it's so... Oh, wait. we got one more. We have oh, a foil. foil, of course right. we do. Ooh. Dauntless oh. Cathar in Good foil. Card. Yeah, 3-2, uh, representing Shadows of Innistrad. 
for three mana, two and a white. It has a, an activated ability for one and a white. Exile Dauntless Cathar from your graveyard. Create a 1-1 one, one white spirit creature token with flying. Activate this ability only any time you could cast a sorcery. There's a bunch of fun cards like this from Shadows that yeah. you like could do something with them from your graveyard. Like fixed unearth creatures. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was neat. I mean, yeah, I really like Shadows. I may have first it, picked I thought this it was a card because I was really into mono white and Shadows for a little while, or blue white, mm -hmm. you know, or like tiny tiny splash of any other color, right? Yep. Just to try to be a bunch of these things and, and a bunch of other regular flyers. I miss Eldritch Moon. It's, I thought it's it was been great. One of my favorite, it was one of my Cor favorite standard seasons. Of course, the problem with this pack is you you take this guy and you know you're passing a Nile Spellbomb. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no it's, I think it's the Arbor Elf or the Removal Spell, the Zulaport Cutthroat, yeah. mm -hmm. or... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I think outrage is better than most of the other cards in the pack. Mm -hmm. But if you want to first pick Arbor Elf, that, I could see that being better. It's like the ceiling on Arbor Elf is definitely higher. Mm -hmm. um, you could take the Brainstorm. I don't know how good Brainstorm is in Masters Twenty Five. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, like the only blue card in the pack, isn't it? Yes, yeah. that is true. Yeah. So you could signal mm -hmm. yeah. if if you trust the other people at your pod to read signals. Um, or you can just be brave and take that even more. Mm. But you probably yeah. just want Arbor Elf more. Live you know? the life. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and an the great angel token from Avacyn Restored. Mm -hmm. um, there were no miracles in this set, right? So you didn't even have that uh, possibly possibility of a payout for um, Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't remember the set super I'm, I'm, super well. It had a card from almost every set, right? Yeah. Or it, every it did. set, it had a, a, at least one card from every set that came before mm -hmm. it. So, what was the Avacyn Restored card it played? No Is miracles. Is there like Gristlebrand in this set? Gristlebrand okay. is in yeah. this set. Okay, there that you go. would do it. Um, Will fear Silverheart maybe. Yeah, yeah. There were some. Uh, there were some interesting ones from this. Okay, so by the time you're watching this, we're recording it last week. But by the time you're watching this, a lot of Ravnica Allegiance will have been spoiled. Yes. So probably hard segue things. away from Russell Brand. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just like you know turned what? left at a T intersection. You know what set <laughs> did not appear in Masters Twenty? Oh, there we go. Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance. <laughs> Buttery smooth. All right, we got there. Found found yeah. It. So we want to talk about our favorite spoilers that have been spoiled so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I really wanted to just give a shout out to ourselves in our previous podcast mm -hmm. where we mentioned that, like, you know, me? we're recording this Thursday, so the Azorius spoiler hasn't been, or the Azorius mechanic hasn't been spoiled yet. We don't know what it is. And then James was just like, and we can't comment on it. And oh, James is like, so as an addendum to to <laughs> our conversation here, what I wanted to bring up, and people were like, oh, they knew! And it's like, no, it was just, it, that's why it's called a coincidence, I guess. Nice. Um, that's hilarious. But yeah, it, it was fun. Um, Who uses the word addendum in a sentence? Good for I'm you, James. James. Yeah, yeah, I know. James got that, that big IQ. Yeah. yeah. Just the, the casual, uh, casual flex. Mm -hmm. um, Might as well start off with some Missouri cards then. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Uh, do what? we want to talk about an addendum card? Like, Precognitive Perception was just spoiled mm -hmm. at Rare, yeah. um, which is, for three and two blue, at instant speed, draw three cards. However, addendum reads, if you cast the spell during your main phase, instead scry three, then draw three cards. That's very powerful. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty strong. decent mm -hmm. card selection. And, I mean, I feel like addendum just makes Teferi better in Constructed. <laughs> They yeah. found a way to make Teferi even better, his plus one ability now. Yeah. Um, well, they printed Hallowed Fountain, too, right? <laughs> that makes him a bunch better. Well, yeah. I, um, I have feelings about Teferi. You have feelings. <laughs> They're not good feelings, are they? Yeah. Hey, Magic Arena, you know, all Mythic Rares are worth the exact same amount, so that's yeah. neat. Everyone can play Teferi. It's fine. Yay. It's like the world be full of Teferis. But speaking of uh, Azorius Planeswalkers... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yo, it's Dovin. Dovin. That's right. Dovin, what are you doing on Ravnica? Dovin Ban, Grand Arbiter. Looking uh, very Azorius, like he has the whole time, right? His yeah. skin just, just that perfect shade of I don't care at all. Yeah. yeah. Dolphin, how, how many how many uh, people do you think are just like, you know, he goes to pay for his, his drink at Rakdos Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, oh, your hand! Because... The Dalkin from Kaladesh have six fingers. Oh, oh do they? Okay. But Ravnikan the Dalkin don't. Interesting. Wow. I was looking this up for the the D and D game. Right. Cameron with a hot lore take. That's right. so cool. Yeah. Are people just like, oh, what's wrong with your? Oh, right. You're probably Simic, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'm sorry. Forget I said anything. I hope I didn't offend you. <laughs> right. But like. Just that. That's what they say at Rakdos Bucks. Yeah. They try to make sure they use all of the correct pronouns. Uh, for I mean, the like, various I'd imagine Rakdos is very, like, uh, 
you know, conscientious of that. All um, right. But anyway, for one, one white and one blue, you get a three loyalty planeswalker. Three uh, planeswalkers. He has three abilities. For plus one, you get until end of turn whenever a creature you control deals damage to a target player or to a player, put a loyalty counter on Dovin Grand Arbiter. And as we were saying before the show, this feels a little bit like um, Gideon's yeah, ability Gideon of from Champion of Justice from yeah. Gatecrash, mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. where it's just like plus one, get plus more. Yep, make lots of loyalty. That's not an ability I've used much. I think I think there's <laughs> there's only the two. Um, but I didn't really like Gideon of Champion of Justice. He's kind of fun in Commander, if you can manage to protect him, because the ultimate is exciting. Mm -hmm. But Dovin Grand Arbiter, I feel like, is a decent constructed card. One, yeah. one less mana, and then also he's like kind of better at protecting himself than, than Chad, Champion of Justice, was. Because yeah. of his minus one, mm -hmm. he can create a 1-1 one -one colorless optor, artifact creature token with flying, so many words, and gain life. He can make a dude. Yep. He can make a little flying robot to block for him. I mean, I've... In my arena deck, I've been running uh, Tesseret. Okay. Uh, the last MDM nineteen Tesseret because he makes Thopters and then draws cards based yeah. on artifacts. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, maybe do I do I run Dovin instead, or is like it, coming in at three mana is kind of hot. Why not both? Mean. Yeah. Why not right? both? Yeah. No, I think this card's pretty cool. I think mm -hmm. his abilities are all fair. Like the minus seven, which you might get. You might be able to get the turn after you play them, mm -hmm. depending on how your, your game's going or where you are in the game. You get to look at the top ten cards of your library, put three of them into your hand, and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So that won't win the game on its own. No. Mm -hmm. But get you there. It's real that's, strong. Yeah, that's yeah, real that's, good. That's, that's like one of the ones where it's like... Dig through time plus an extra yeah. card do you and seeing three more cards. Do you remember the first time you let a Sphinx's Revelation resolve? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? And you're just like, whatever, this is probably fine. Well, yeah, this is like a dig through It's the end of my turn, and you're trying to draw seven new cards. Gain seven life. Sure, Five. whatever. Mm -hmm. You're at 22. You yeah. Know. It's like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, this doesn't win the game, but maybe the game is over at this point. I mean, Bant Super Friends is already kind of a thing right, right now. So, um... Really? I, what did they get out of green? Fog. Right. Yeah, no, no, do it. <laughs> yeah. And then just yeah. like random like ramp and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Gift of Paradise sees like a lot of play in these sort of archetypes yeah, as well. Because right. on top of the fact that it's, you know, a fixing card, it also uh, gains three life. Yeah. Which is just good on its own. People are just playing like Revitalize in, in the current yeah. meta too, just because it's yeah, just like gains. you get to draw a card, gain three life, you know, hoses, uh, hoses some burn. So. Okay. Let's talk more about green cards that make mana. In their relation to Lavinia Azorius Renegade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this card seems like it kind of has. It's got a few things going on. Um, it's a white and a blue for a two-two legendary creature, human soldier, and it has two static abilities. Each opponent can't cast non-creature spells with converted mana cost greater than the number of lands that player controls. So each each opponent that you have, mm -hmm. however many lands they control, that's the cap on their non-creature spells they can cast. And whenever an opponent casts any spell. If no mana was spent to cast a counter that spell. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like literal fun police, right? Yeah. So she doesn't like stop what is it? She doesn't stop, you know, copies of spells that mm -hmm. get put on the stack. But she does prevent the uh the turn three gifts and given right, from the right. modern storm deck. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, and in standard, if you're trying to ramp out with gifts of paradise, so say you're playing like mm -hmm. the blue green um, taking turns deck. Where mm -hmm. you might not you might not have seven lands in play when you want to start casting Nexus of Fate mm -hmm. because you you've put a Gifts of Paradise or two on things, or if you um, what you're sorry the other one you were just saying the Bant Super Friends yeah it might right. those are it plays maybe some expensive Planeswalkers before it has that number of lands so yeah it might have those those targets on and and just any other ways that decks are making mana you know mm -hmm. she's kind of coming in there and shutting that down so I always forget how it works with um, X costed spells. She's also she's also looking out for land worlds too. Yeah. Right? So like if yeah. this speaking if, of green cards that make mana. So if you crack land worlds. Yeah. Treasures mm -hmm. uh, to put a bunch of mana into like Banefire, for example. Right. Does yeah, that stop that? Absolutely. Well it just means you can't cast it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're only allowed to cast a Banefire equal to like X is equal to one less than the number of lands you have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because CMC will be calculated on the stack. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because uh, Banefire is a big win condition for big yeah. red. Right now, uh, or like the Golgari deck, you know, trying to ramp up to uh, six drops. Mm -hmm. They can still cast Carnage Tyrant, but they can't cast Vraska. Six oh, yeah. Vraska. It only took us twenty six years, but we finally have an answer to Channel Fireball. 
That's right. <laughs> Yay! It's just fine. We can unban it now. <laughs> we can unban channel and fireball. Because, Finally, yeah, yeah, because Lavinia's around. Everyone has mm -hmm. a Lavinia emblem all the time, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah she. Uh, I like that she. She's sort of. Uh, it's like you're going to play fair magic whether you want to or not. Yeah, mm -hmm. or at least somewhat, also, yeah. Uh, we, we're going to play fair asterisk magic. Mm -hmm. Right. Because whenever anyone says fair magic, they mean the thing my deck does. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's like, it's like let's all play, like, Portal, basically. <laughs> let, 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 like, let, let's all play uh, where we're just, you know, bringing out creatures that are of this, you know, basically, like, vanilla... We're playing uh, limited magic. Yeah, yeah, we're just we're just like let's all bring out uh, fairly costed vanilla creatures and hit each other. With yeah, this is this is my <laughs> Dowser of Lights, my four or five for five that are or yeah. whatever that are right I, on curve. Yeah, she I, does of course die to all removal. Yes, but, yeah. I also really appreciate that Lavinia still has not clued into the fact that those are Jace holograms. <laughs> yeah, she's like this guy doesn't do anything. He just sits here, <sighs> sipping his coffee in exactly the same way for the last. <laughs> Five years. <laughs> he doesn't listen. He... Jace, you have to take your job seriously. <laughs> I am Jace, the living guild pact. Yeah. Uh -huh. I Cam? am Jace, the mm -hmm. living guild pact. Any cards that like super excite you? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about a card that several people have um, linked me to, which is the new Tesa. Tesa just Tasa Karlov. Um, she She's here from yeah. jail. Yep. For two white-black, you get a legendary human advisor with some lines of flavor text on it. And people have been sending this to me because of its possible interactions with my, my, my favorite deck in Highlander, which is an Aristocrats deck. Um, her text says, if a creature dying causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Hey, she's like Stryonic Resonator, only for Blood Artist. Yeah, only Say, for... those Blood Artist effects. Creatures die triggers, yeah. Um, creature tokens you control have Vigilance and Lifelink. That's, I think that's the more salient one mm -hmm. here. Um, I don't like her in Aristocrat. She's a very win-more card, right? Like, um, in my experience, Aristocrat's... Leans, which is an archetype, if you're not familiar, Aristocrats is a, a creature-based archetype that depends on having creatures dying and gaining advantage off those creatures dying. So you have things like Blood Artist, Zulaport Cutthroat, um, and what you need to play are creatures that die well, i.e. creatures that put a token into play when they die. or Draw um, a card. Yeah, draw a card when they die. Um, you need to have sacrifice outlets so that those creatures can die reliably, and you need to have the blood artist effects that gain advantage off them dying. Um, and Tesa doesn't do any of those really. She she helps your existing blood artist do what it's doing, mm -hmm. but she only she's only a blood artist if you already have one. What this what this says to me, you know, is like Aristocrats is an archetype mm -hmm. that has thrived without this card. Yes. And this card is not going to make or break it, I think like it's not going to mm -hmm. be some big change I mean, to the thing, you know. And I'm totally open to being wrong here. I mean, maybe she just busts it wide open, right? Because if you have two, correct me if I'm wrong, but both those abilities go on the stack and then Tasa copies them. If right? you have two of what? To, if you have two blood, blood artists. artists. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So you would yeah. actually get four triggers. Then, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I'm, I I mean, I could definitely see a situation where this runs away from you. Especially considering Tasa's also copies uh, Afterlife, if I understand for sure. correctly. Yeah, Afterlife right? is a when dies trigger. Yep. So, so you get twice as many spirits. I mean, this could, this could be really, really strong. Um, but it feels win more to me. I think it's win more. Um, but like I would rather just put in more copies of the uh, the vampire from Ixalan. Mm -hmm. the, the, the one that comes the, back, or sorry, which one? No, so uh, there's a few the vampires. Myth, she's, in Ixalan. Yeah, she, yeah. She, sorry, she's the mythic um, that uh, you know. She, oh, oh, she's oh, the oh, oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name. No, not Vona. Um, sorry, she's from Rivals. Uh, let me uh, let me Rose some. Right, so uh, another, uh, but another piece Alenda, of the puzzle. Right? The Alenda, the Yeah, Alenda, the Duskrose. Yeah. Because uh, she's a, I mean, she's a four drop for a one one with lifelink, but whenever another creature dies, you put a counter on her, and when she dies, she explodes into a bunch of vampire mm -hmm. tokens. Right, okay. I, 
I am open to Tesla being good, but right now I'm not sold on her. I think she's got two homes. One, she's a cool new commander if you mm -hmm. want to play Black White Aristocrats deck. Mm -hmm. Right. Two, maybe because of the copying of Trigger's ability, there's like a, um, a style of like reanimator deck that puts her and some other cards in the graveyard. She's a human, so she can mm -hmm. come back to to the to play with like Angel of Glory's Rise, right. or maybe just like uh, just comboing into having her and like two other creatures on the battlefield mm -hmm. that forms a loop. Uh, I couldn't immediately think of what that loop would be, but uh, since she since she creates triggers for no mana, maybe. Mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. like, yeah. Out of curiosity, does this interact with persist or undying? in uh, any interesting ways because my immediate right. thing was like hey does this work no. with yeah no okay so it doesn't cause your persist creatures to come back with two minus one minus one counters no it puts two persist cre trigger triggers on the stack Instead, so it's like when you're, yeah when your right. Fink dies it just says persist persist mm -hmm. and then the first one resolves and then the second one says hey can i bring that Fink's back and like even if you've then managed to put it back in the graveyard somehow it's like it's still, no the right. things i'm looking for is gone it looks for okay, good. the same okay. project so neither of those do anything mm -hmm. that's good it's, yeah but speaking of aristocrats is judith mm -hmm. a thing yeah let's talk yeah. about her yeah. she's a real card <laughs> yeah she's but I just, I just judith is just not it's not a very like uh uh, fantasy kind of name. It doesn't sound like a name. I think it sounds amazing. Name, yeah, it? Well, I mean, like, for it's, exactly it's very, what she is. It's, oh. it's very biblical. Yes. Right? Okay. Um, but yeah, Judith the Scourge Diva, for one black red, you get a human shaman. She is a 2 2. Other creatures you control get plus 1 plus 0. Whenever a non token creature you control dies, Judith the Scourge Diva deals 1 damage to any target. So I misread that the first no. time. I buzzed through it and went, oh, you know, she pumps creatures and domes them for one, like an oh. aristocrat style <laughs> yeah, thing. No. The, then I reread it and went to any target, target. and went, oh. and I'm sorry, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, no, this card just looks like it's Jitte. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm sure it's not that busted, but, like, this card seems really, really good. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to hanging out with Judith. Yeah. Uh, however briefly that is. But, yeah, she seems... Great. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get banned like it was those Jitte should mm -hmm. be in all formats, but um, yeah, like I'm so this card, yeah, it's just a no brainer. I'm yeah. so into the Rakdos uh, it, so far in this. Like, like I am a Gruel player, but mm -hmm. Rakdos looks I'm, sweet. <laughs> I'm windmill slamming the Rakdos pre release kits. Yeah. Um, um, Spectacle is a very, very cool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think light up the stage. It's it's an older spoiler, but really exciting. I didn't even realize on the first read that you get an extra turn to play the cards. Mm -hmm. So light up the stage is what it's two and a red for mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So normal normal casting cost is two generic one red sorcery. Exile the top two cards of your library until the end of, the, of your next turn. You may play those cards. So that's just like red divination on yeah. its own until mm -hmm. the end of your next turn. So well, it's, it's sorcery played on one turn. And even if you re reveal two lands, as my friend Greg pointed out, uh, you can just play one that turn and then play the following one the, the following turn. Yeah, mm -hmm. this this card is amazing. Plus, plus as a spectacle of only one red. So if you manage mm -hmm. to deal some damage to your opponent, you can then cast, you know, one red, draw two. That's pretty freaking good, as mm -hmm. Goblin Electromancer and Tredacorus will tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, maybe you just get to play it in that um, deck. Maybe and also, Phoenix, like, this seems really exciting with um, Experimental Frenzy. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's a good way to turn away cards at the top of your library mm -hmm. that y you're maybe stuck on. Well, like, the, or I guess how does it work? Because you never cast this from your hand while in, uh, Frenzy is in play. But, but like, it, this, it gives you like extra piles of the, options. This is draw two in, a, in, in experimental yeah, frenzy. Yeah, because yes, they're not but in it your hand. Yeah, yeah, it needs to be. It needs to be like on on, on top, top on your main. Right. But this does get around the problem. Like somebody sent me a, a picture, or I saw a picture of you, you know the dark Shutterstock. Uh, there's there's a dark Shutterstock image gallery of a little kid holding a pistol, like crying, yeah. and just like looking at the camera, crying, and then like looking away. And it's like when Experimental Frenzy reveals Lava Coil, and you only have you have the only creature on the deck oh, on the I'm board. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lava Coil it to get it off. Yeah. yeah, and you're just like, I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> like, big Brother has to go away for a little while. Whoa! <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we got so dark so fast. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we were talking about light up the stage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, uh, I. It's you, great. Okay. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Let's talk about more Rakdos cards. My favorite mm -hmm. one that we've seen spoiled is Spawn of Mayhem. 
two generic and two black. So two black black for a 4-4 demon with flying and trample. Flample. At the beginning of your upkeep, Spawn of Mayhem deals one damage to each player. Then, if you have if you have ten or less life ten. creature or player who might have just um, Stryonic resonated their own vampire lacerator. Oh, got there. Mm. Um, <laughs> if you have ten or less life, put a plus one plus one counter on Spawn of Mayhem. Um, it has a spectacle cost of one black black. So if you just manage to play a creature in the first couple turns, attack yeah. your opponent, they don't block. On turn three, you can play a four four flying trample that then keeps hitting them mm -hmm. on, at the beginning of your upkeep. Uh, like the threat of activation on spectacle seems really strong. Like yeah. it makes blocking so sweaty, right? Like, do you have to keep throwing your creatures under the bus to keep the spectacle under control? Right. Yeah. Or what's the what's the relative value of your opponent gaining a mana or two versus you losing a life or two? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a fun shell game. We're all going to get to play in a week or two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it is no secret that I love Gruel. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was going to this ask This card's you really then. good. There's nothing what? else to say about it. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's dope it's, as hell. It's clearly yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> other cards now. Sorry. Uh, can we talk about like the first big card that was like spoiled for Gruel? Sure. Please Gruel do. Spellbreaker. Yeah. yeah. Oh. More, more really good cards. Yeah. Oh. So, so Gruel's had a couple of cards spoiled by now, and the other ones are okay. Uh, but this card is nuts mm -hmm. to me. Um, you know, it's uh, one red-green for a 3-3 three, three with uh, Gruul's new mechanic, which is Riot. Uh, you get a choice of either putting a 1-1 one, one counter when it comes in or haste. So this is kind of like a you-get-to-choose tribute, mm -hmm. which is super sweet. Uh, it's also got Trample, and as long as it's your turn, you and Gruul Spellproof, uh, Spellbreaker have Hexproof. Mm -hmm. So you no longer have to worry about getting Settle the Wreckage while you have a Gruul Spellbreaker. On your side of the field, and mm -hmm. if you're, or if you're playing against the opposite kind of spells that target you, if you're playing against, you know, an opposing red deck, they need to decide if they're going to burn you while this is on the stack. Yeah, and mm -hmm. you might, you know, and you might have more than three mana up that turn when it's when it comes time to the kind of sort of end of end of your turn. I burn you decisions. You mm -hmm. might have more tricks up your sleeve when you cast your Gruul Spellbreaker. Yeah, it's it's really interesting too. Like the at least in at least in like sort of like the the red beatdown style deck. Uh, the three drop slot is obviously dominated kind of right now by Chain Whirler. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see how this slots into that, if it does slot into that same sort of a thing. Yeah, that's like, a I pretty mean, stiff competition. I don't know if Stomping Ground alone is lets you to... play Chain Whirler in decks where you want to play green cards, right? Yeah, green exactly. Cards. Like, have we seen, we've seen splashes of red in Chain Whirler decks, right? But I don't know if we've seen... Or uh, splashes if, of green. Have you seen splashes of green too? Yeah, mm -hmm. but have you seen any decks? Splashes Splash of black. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Well, yeah. there's been some. There's been a little bit of black in this mm -hmm. meta too, and, and a lot in the last one, mm -hmm. right? With chain roller decks going into a bit of black for at least for sideboard cards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if we've seen a ton of um, like land war elves into chain roller mm -hmm. for obvious reasons, right? But this guy, you know, kind of competes with that slot and loves loves land war elves, right? Mm -hmm. He's really easy to cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know if they'll end up in the same kind of deck. Like, part of me feels like maybe we're getting into back into the magical Christmas land of uh, three color decks being very easy to right. have happen right now. Right. Um, I think the one, like, obviously there is that already, right? Like, there's Jeskai and there's uh, Esper decks rolling mm -hmm. around. I would expect to see a Teamer. Yeah, definitely. definitely that, the set that gives us Teamer possibilities, that, right? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Teamer or Jund could, could make a thing in here. Like, it's obviously not going to be as reliable as, say, like, Wedge decks, like, uh, in Cons, because mm -hmm. you had, like, Fetches and stuff like that. But the Shocks, and, having Shocks and Checks, uh, should be good enough to make happen. So. For sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I, th I think three-color decks probably are going to be, uh, yeah, I would imagine in a better spot than, like, Chain Whirler two-color decks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the only other, like, really exciting, or, like, neat Gruel card that I wanted to talk about was uh, Endray's Forerunners, which was spoiled today. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. like that pig. So we're calling... I, I, I've lovingly called this the uh, Crater Hoof Borhemoth. Nice. Uh, which, it's a five-drop... Five, five or drop. It's, a, drop. it's an eight-drop eight for five green, green, green. For a seven-seven with Vigilance, Trample, and Haste. Uh, and when it ETBs, other creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and gain Vigilance and Trample to end of 
turn. I like that this has vigilance, yeah. as if implying there's going to be another turn after this one. Well, it's kind of like lets <laughs> right? you, you yeah, know, lets you maybe crater hoof in two turns because the the triggered ability pumping your creatures is noticeably less powerful. Right? Yes. Like crater hoof math gets pretty scary pretty fast. Like mm -hmm. it gets crazy, right? Like you get to 40, 50, 100 power um, off just you know some mana dorks mm -hmm. and and then whoever else he had lying around making tokens or something but this guy really does need some help to win the game like he wants like four or five attackers mm -hmm. along with himself and then if they have some blockers they might still be alive right. but since you have vigilance on everyone and your creatures aren't very likely to die then hopefully he can kind of Get in there real hard and then mop up if need if need be the following turn. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, like, like I, I don't think this. I don't know if this will actually see like constructed play and whatnot. But I, I like the idea. Like Cam and I were talking about just before the podcast went up, is that like a lot of cards that are sort of iconic, you know, like Crater Hoof mm -hmm. Behemoth and mm -hmm. and whatnot. Uh, there's also like a Rakdos card that has like a similar feel to like Blightning. Right. Um, it's like similar feels to very powerful cards getting reprinted in a way so that they're not like, you know, game game breaking and yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah, I don't know if this standard I'm, format has room for a crater hoof, but this is going to be a really fun draft card to lose I'm, to. Like, mm -hmm. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, getting, getting up to the mana cost, of course, you know, is going to be a challenge, but like, I don't see a lot of decks just taking this one and going, all right, my turn, right? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, I, we've been I, talking I, about land wars. It's legal and standard. You can yeah. play land wars in this I guy. don't yeah. see the deck that runs this not having their opponent at nine. Right, right. right by yeah. the time they're resolving this. Sure, yeah. Well, and, and Functionally, um, Crater Hoof, probably. A, right. very, yeah. a very real deck right now is um, uh, green-white tokens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, Convoke-style. Uh, and hey, uh, this stuff. is a great target for that uh, Gaia's Cradle from Ixalan. Yeah. If you yeah. want to yeah, try and mess around with that, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like some green-white tokens deck that runs, like, is just making knights until it starts making angels. Yeah. yeah. And then, like... Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and speaking of... this is You're going to see this velvety smooth uh, segue. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cards that will slowly get you up to uh, higher converted mana cost creatures, mm -hmm. can we talk about Prime Speaker Vanifar? Of course oh, we should. Yeah. <laughs> Well yeah. done. Well done. Yeah. So uh, they reprinted. I'm still learning about transitions, everyone. Yeah. yeah. They reprinted birthing. No, breeding pod. Birthing pod. Birthing, birthing pod. birthing pod. birthing pod. You had it. You had breeding it. pool. Birthing pod. Yeah. Um, in a in a in a more fair way. Mm -hmm. um, in that she dies to removal. Yes. Prime <laughs> Prime Speaker Vanifar is two green blue for a two four. Oh, four toughness. I didn't yeah. even notice that the first time. Okay. Uh, for a legendary creature, elf. Ooze Wizard. That's right. <laughs> Slime Girl. <laughs> uh, you could tap yeah, her. Uh, there's, a, there's some cosplay coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out. You can tap her Get to... Get your turquoise body paint. Yeah, yeah, to sacrifice another creature to search a library for a creature card with converted mana cost equal to one plus the sacrificed creature's converted mana cost. Put that card into the battlefield and shuffle your library. Uh, but, oh, I didn't actually see that last cause. You can only do it anytime. I mean, that, that that's true. Thing thing that is, yeah, it's actually yeah. the exact... Same. Well, it's, it says sacrifice a creature. Yeah. But other than that, it's the same same wording. So she can't sack herself. That's right. Fair. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have haste. Doesn't have haste. Unlike um, birthing pod. <laughs> yeah. Costs uh, the same mana as birthing pod. Plus, you gain two life, mm -hmm. kind of. And then future activations are cheaper. Mm -hmm. I mean, Saffron Olive already tweeted uh, a combo with this with the dinosaur with the enrage trigger. Okay. That untaps a creature. Right. And then the Forerunner, the okay. red Forerunner that when deals a creature enters, yeah, yeah, deals damage to everything. Okay, so, so you can go off the turn after you yeah. play this? Yeah. yeah I mean, like, yeah. if your opponent lets you stick a, a, a Vanifar, un, if you untap with Vanifar, then your opponent's probably in for a rough time. Right. Yeah, like, cool. based on a lot of the Simic cards that have sort of been getting spoiled, um, it seems just like a Simic sort of tempo mm. or kind of thing. Could be real or like even just like a a ramp style thing. Like yeah, if we want to talk about more ramp cards, why don't we jump into the best card that's been spoiled in the set so far? Oh, yeah. Probably also with the best art, uh, Growth Spiral. Yeah, mm. one blue and one green with this yeah. incredible picture by Seb, Seb McKinnon. Yeah, Seb yeah. McKinnon has just been. You you can really see that his art has uh, been let off the leash. Yeah. Right in the last several sets. Yeah, he's taken, taking Magic Guard to a wild and fantastical place. 
All the all the art in the whole set is beautiful, though. By yes. the way, yes. if any artists are watching this, yes. oh yeah, no, yes. in, yeah, your art is also fantastic. Thank you. Um, but growth spell one blue, one green for instant. Draw a card. You may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. So you might recognize that text. It's explore. Normally, you have to do this at sorcery speed. Paul, what's wrong? Uh, I needed to sneeze. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, it, it's gone. It's inside my head now somewhere. <laughs> That's not getting edited out. Yeah. yeah, no, no. We'll just we'll let that one ride off into the sunset. Yeah. But you can do this at instant speed. Instant mm. speed. Mm. Yeah. So, so and it's a common. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's exciting. So this is I obviously mean, great for Nexus of Fate decks. Yes, this also helps them navigate Lavinia. Yeah, for I guess, sure. If that's right. Yeah, just cut cut your gifts of paradise and put these in and a couple more lands. I don't know. Um, but it can also play well with anything. Any, any decks they're trying to get up to like six and eight mana. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you get to draw the card first. Yeah. Too, which is yeah. kind of nice. Like if you're just trying to bank on a For drawing sure. into a land or something. Yeah, I mean, it always cycles at end of turn. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and sometimes it gets an extra mana. And I mean, it might also, you know, you're going to play a main phase sometimes just because the card you draw might might be more gas that you want to play. How many of these do you game. want in foil? <laughs> mm -hmm. I think it's actually some kind of promo. Is oh, it? You is get it? it as a promo, I, I believe. Really? Yeah, oh. I can't remember which well, that's awfully which one, which which event gets you that promo, but I think it's there. I'm I'm just really excited because the set seems to have a lot of really interesting and powerful cards in it. How it will shake up standard? Mm -hmm. um, which well, I think this I mean, card standard, will get played. Sta <laughs> yeah. Standard's quite healthy right now, it's or so feels good. quite healthy. Yeah, yeah there is. you go. Is it, is it just F Maybe it's F and M. Give me a place out of those. Yeah. It just, it's it just says it's a promo. I don't know. Sure. Mama. I can't quite read the bottom of that one. Uh, and Nelson, you want to talk about Sphinx Foresight? I get a couple more, more mm. interesting and powerful cards. Okay. So we had a Sphinx that did some cycling stuff in Amonkhet, and it got a bit of play. It was a good card to put into your graveyard to bring mm -hmm. back with uh, God Pharaoh's Gift. Uh, so they've taken the same formula for like a reasonable costed blue flyer. Two generic and two blue for a 4-4 four, four flying. What's so that's called? like, it's called Sphinx of Foresight. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not a guild watermarked card, although, yeah, and it probably, it doesn't really feel like one. It's just a blue card. You, it has two other abilities besides the fly, flying, but you've got a, a solid card you don't mind putting in your deck, a 4-4 four, four flyer for four. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, scry one. So while this is in play, it just does, you know, the sweet, uh, Thassa thing, mm -hmm. right? You just <laughs> get to control your draw a little bit. Also, you may reveal this card from your opening hand if you do scry three at the beginning of your first upkeep. So this is a free effect, it's a no mana effect that you only get mm -hmm. in your opening hand. Um, like the Chancellors. Yeah, exactly, like the Chancellors yeah. or like Serum Powders. Or Not a lot lines. of different effects like that. Ley Lines, exactly. Mm -hmm. They're usually pretty sparing with this kind of effect. And because, you know, it's an ability that you get for no mana, it's always pretty exciting, you know? Like mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it'll be really great. So this card smacks to me of like potential How powerful many? staple. Yeah. How many one-landers are you personally going to keep with Sphinx of Foresight in your I opening I mean, why hand? would you bother asking me how many one-landers <laughs> when you could have asked me how many no-landers? No -landers. Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah! Because let me tell you, if there oh, are two ride Sphinx, that Sphinx of Foresight... all the way to in... 0-3. <laughs> There's two Sphinxes of Foresight in my opening hand. I don't think it matters what the other five cards are. <laughs> they can all be lands. None of them can be lands. They can all be that pig that costs eight mana. <laughs> Do you do the just to just to like totally you know next level them? Do you do this on the play with no land? <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah. go to cleanup step. <laughs> no, I look forward to losing to the Sphinx, whether it's on my side of the battlefield or the other. Yeah. It's going to be a, a really good time. That's yeah, that's the real galaxy brain. <laughs> Somebody, we should chop that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Com coming to alert Twitter. <laughs> And, and I, I guess this uh, this happens uh, after your uh, your Vancouver Mulligan if you uh, mm. go down to six cards. Yes, yeah, you Mulligan first, and then you reveal Chancellors and Ley Lines. It's at the very beginning of the game, where it's the Mulligan is actually a part of pre-game procedure. Hmm. In case you're curious, uh, and then there was one other card that I know you I think were... we all wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah, uh, 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 Pestilence Spirit. Yes. Uh, Nelson. Yeah, sure, and then it's two generic for a black. This is another pretty exciting, kind of powerful card. Uh, two generic and a black for a 3-2. Decent stats already. With Menace, okay. And Death Touch. That's right mm -hmm. there. It's like kind of in the realm of the sort of amount that Vampire Nighthawk gets pushed. Like lot, lots of abilities and decent stats. 
one more ability, instant and sorcery spells you control have death touch. So I, I don't know what all the possibilities mm -hmm. are for just inside black, but certainly with red, like shock is in standard. Yep. So now shock kills any creature. How about Cosmo Wave? Yeah, oh, wow. Cosmo Wave. Yeah, Cosmo wave. <laughs> Kill all their creatures. Thank yeah. you. Also, okay. those creatures can't block. Yeah. Yeah. They can't block. Clarion. Yeah. Um, like, Clarion it, gets all creatures, though, right? Whereas, like, this this oh, card right. really wants you to have electricity to be yeah. able to just, like, deal one as cheaply as possible to all of their creatures. Mm -hmm. So four is not that bad. I mean, I, at least... I think the problem with this is that... At least that, you can threaten to play this on three and that on four. Yeah, yeah uh, is that you want to actually just play good cards, Yeah, too, right? Yeah, like, Wave, House and Draft, maybe. Not, yeah, not yeah, a real yeah. constructive <laughs> card. But, like, yeah, Forked Bolt analogs, mm -hmm. I think, are quite good because there is the one from Ixalan. Right? Yeah, um, there's just two mana deal one to each of two yep. creatures. Mm -hmm. Forked volley or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's there's some sort of fire, fire that doesn't go to the face. Yeah. yeah, it's two mana for two damage that has to be split up, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it can't go two to the same creature. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you can play this and then kill two creatures. Mm -hmm. whew, and even without that magic. ability, this is still a fine card. Yeah, exactly. You're happy to be playing this three mana, three two. I mean, it's probably killing two creatures mm -hmm. no matter what because it has menace and death touch. Yep. Yeah. They have to block it with two and it has three power. So yeah, yeah it's getting. It, this, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else to say about this. Mm. It's an aggressive card, and it, it, it ham it's a hammering. I think, yeah, this one, along, along more the, the lines of Judith, is probably kind of a no-brainer. Like, this card's clearly good mm -hmm. if you want to attack, and you're playing black mana. Oh, and maybe you're saying, like, Pestilence Spirit. Yeah. combine it with Judith, and it's... Yeah, there you go. Judith deals damage just to got more got than little, one creature. You just got a little pinger going on there. Yeah. No. Best friends competing for the three drop slot in Boro or in Rakdos Agro. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, I, I think yeah, I would be happily run both of these yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the three drop slot. Get yeah, in, get sleeve in. them up. Yeah. Um, I had one more I want to talk about. Sorry, yes. we, back at the beginning of this uh, spoiler chat, we were talking about Bant, Ramp, and um, Super Friends deck. Yeah. Decks, and there's this one card that caught my eye. It's mm -hmm. three generic and a green for an enchantment called Wilderness Reclamation. Yes. It says at the beginning yeah. of your end step, untap all lands you control. Ah. So this is maybe like a poor man's Teferi, yeah. but you get all the mana, and mm -hmm. you know you can pay two or three of these in your decks, maybe, and then if you you get the second one, you can just you know cast a Nexus of Fate after uh, the first trigger mm -hmm. resolves, and yep. then untap, and then cast yeah. another Nexus also, of Fate. Also, addendum. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's exactly Simic, what I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. The Simic people are going to be stealing all the addendum cards. Yeah, right? so it, it, yeah, maybe this is more of a draft level card because for the power level, four mana enchantment, this is do anything right card. away. I don't know if it's actually a good card, but it's kind of an exciting card, especially. With it it doesn't make sense that it's a gruel card, but uh, sure, like I'll take it. No, I think it's a, I think it's an Azorius card. Yeah, yeah that's like, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's like what's so weird card. to me. Like. Yeah. Like it's yeah, like it's it's Domri's flavor text on there. Yeah, but and I don't see Gruel needing untapped mana on our turn. No, no, <laughs> yeah. on their turn. Yeah, like what are you gonna do, trumpet blast? Right, like I. Yeah, mm -hmm. maybe we'll see some flash creatures that you want to play in Gruel. Give me, give me a flash. Give me an ambush viper or something like yeah. that. That'd be mm. sweet. But I'll it's, take it. It's probably just that the art depicted some Gruel places, so they got the flavor text to depict Gruel as well. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is like kind of a cool card if you like playing uh, Commander with the similar effects, like that. Uh, I forget what she's called, but she's like a two-four in green that untaps all your stuff at the oh, end of each turn. Of Crufix? Wasn't uh, Prophet of Crucifix yeah. mega banned? No, no, there's another one, though. There's another oh. one that's, like, not as banned as, or as busted as Prophet of Crucifix. Hmm. Some elf. I'm doing terrible at remembering card names right now. I'm sorry. Oh, um, but this is a popular commander seed card. Seedborn Muse? Yes. yes. Seedborn Muse. This is kind of like another Seedborn Muse effect, right? Yeah. Similar. Mm -hmm. So if you want more of that kind of thing in your... Hmm. Right. Sorry, I got... I... Each other player's untapped step. And it's all permanent. So this, it's not as good, but it's also not a creature. And it's mm -hmm. one less mana. I'm sorry, Ben. Oh, yeah. no. I, I, I got sidetracked because I remembered the one the one thing that I always love to do. Okay. Whenever, whenever a new set comes out, is I like to look for the jank. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Simic Ascendancy is coming. Mm -hmm. uh, in a format... So, let's talk about Simic Ascendancy real quick. It's, it, this doesn't need to take up much time, because we should probably talk about our spoilers. Sure, let's... Yeah, 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 yeah. One more card, um, yeah. So, green, green and a blue for an enchantment. This is the Firemind's Insight for Simic. Uh, it's one green and a blue to put a 1-1 counter on target creature control. Whenever one or more 1-1 counters are put on a creature control, put that many growth counters 
on Simic Ascendancy at the beginning of your upkeep. If Simic Ascendancy has 20 or more growth counters, you win. It's an all to win con, and I mm -hmm. love all to win con cards. But this card is especially interesting in a format that has Explore to right. me. Ooh, yeah. Um, so I don't know how many fast little dealies you can put, and it's also weird. It's also tough because like there is a non-zero amount of just like get a, grab a permanent like exile effects and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, so I probably won't make it, but I I, I like the I like the idea of um, you know everybody's fighting and whatnot, and then Simic's over here, you know, just making making nemesis. a giant giant yeah. thing. <laughs> like never like they're like, well, you guys, yeah, you you fought a bunch, but we also made the perfect being, so we win. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like Umbrella Corporations just in the in in the darkness, oh, yeah, creating yeah. creating like yeah, their the logo's nemesis. red, but you never really thought of Umbrella Corporation as blue blue green. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a modern combo with this too, like it. Well, Whenever Pardon one or scales? more, I forget how this rule actually works. I think whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are put on a creature you control, includes just like casting a creature and then having it resolve. That's all plus one plus one counters, like mm. the graft creatures. Mm. Like would that, that would trigger. It would just trigger once though, because it doesn't matter. Right. It's not counting how many. So you want. Well, like, it says put that many. Oh, it is that many. Right. So, so it's, it's like just if it one comes trigger. Five, it's one trigger. But then counters. if you play Hat Rack, sorry, Vigian Hydropon is the card I'm thinking mm -hmm. of. Um, put that many growth counters on Simic So you only need to like play this and then cast Vigian Hydropon four mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. um, or the sweet new Jellyfish Hydra Beast. Sure. Yeah. More jank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this card's exciting if you are playing like some sort of ramp that includes. Mm -hmm. I'm playing a place in these. Yeah, because it's the the okay. initial thing is on cast. Yeah, it doesn't even care if this thing resolves. Yeah, you guarantee yeah. the cards in life. Yeah, but you have to pay such a premium for them. Oh, right? probably. But yeah, it's I I don't know. Like although like I love Gruel, but Simic is so exciting. Like, here. how does this card stack up against Explosion? Because you have to the the initial uh, pay for Explosion is blue, blue, red, red, and then just one X. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like to draw four cards with Explosion, you pay eight. To draw four cards with Hydroid Crisis, you, you pay, pay 10. ten, right? Yeah. But you get a Flying Trample instead of damage. Yeah. I mm -hmm. don't know. You have to play this on your main phase, but maybe that's fine. You gain life instead of... You gain life as well, mm -hmm. right? As opposed to, like, dealing damage. So, I also think the, the green deck will have a l access to a lot more mana than the sure. Izzet deck for sure. Explosion. Mm -hmm. But they, have two, they both have different flexible aspects, whereas you can mm -hmm. cast Hydroid Crisis for as little as four... Or three, really. You can guess for as little as three if you want to. Mm -hmm. um, you, you have you one. have expansion on the uh, on mm -hmm. the is it side. So yeah, I don't know. Why not just yeah, a three drop flamble with that's a one one that you gain one life and draw a card. That just seems no. Like you get zero. You have to yeah. pay four if you. Oh, want it to has to round down. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. I guess zero is a number. That so I think I think this card is like very fair. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, play a place of them. Yeah. Crunch some, crunch some fools. So yeah. let's talk about our spoiler. Final thing. Yeah. Let's talk about our spoiler card. Gutter bones. Gutter bones. So the spoiler should have gone up last week. By mm -hmm. the time you're seeing this, uh, and uh, yeah, gutter bones is a one black skeleton warrior. You get a two one. Mm -hmm. uh, it has several lines of text. Gutter bones enters the battlefield tapped, as is tradition with a lot of the um, one drop two ones. aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, black creatures. Um, for one and a black. Return gutter bones from your graveyard to your hand. Activate this ability only during your turn and only if an opponent lost life this turn. So it's so spectacle. It's like spectacle, yeah. put it back yeah. in your hand for two. Um, and I was thinking about this as maybe, okay, this, this might have a role in some kind of like black aggressive strategy, green-black aggressive strategy. Yeah, this is, this is, we love seeing these in the mono-black uh, Highlander game, especially. Mm -hmm. Is there more, some... More one-black mana, two ones. Because this comes back to your hand instead of the battlefield, is there some nonsense you can do with discard outlets? Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Uh, yeah, that... Dredge into this, you yeah. know, like... I'm not sure if there's some card that lets you discard a card to pay, to make two black mana, but what does... Um... Waste not do whenever you discard a creature card. So uh, you make a zombie. Yeah. Right. Okay. You but get it's mana. Your or is it when your opponents discard it's cards? Opponents oh, it's not, it doesn't only. count you discarding yeah. cards, yeah. right? Like that I was thinking really of something good. like, um, like not this card, obviously because it's bad. But what was the one from Odyssey, the enchantment that where you discarded two cards and you made a zombie? Oh, it's called. Is it just zombie infestation? Zombie infestation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, is there an analog to that around that doesn't suck? No, I mean, Zombie Infestation is, like, 
uh, it's actually decent. Like there's some combos. Well, you, you, you don't have to pay mana. With, with yeah, treasure, hunt. treasure hunt is like a modern deck or whatever. And there, deck. there, there is the ghoul that you play with that one, right? Where it's like a four-two from a core set that you can get back from your graveyard to your hand. Oh right, you just pay mana or something to get yeah. it back. So yeah, it's not. It sounds like what we've come up with on TTC, at least, is there's some fair but kind of cool stuff you can do with Gutter Bones, maybe. Yeah, mm -hmm. so in standard, um, like th th this card of the exact same basically effect saw uh, a bunch of play um, with, uh, what was it, Dreadwanderer. Mm. Right. So in Amonkhet. But when, um, did, was Dreadwanderer, is it three to come back? Or? It's uh, three to come back to right. the battlefield. Right, yeah. So, so it is effectively thing. the same sort of yeah, thing. Right, yeah, they have a chance to counterspell it, maybe. Mm. Um, um, but uh, this card saw a ton of play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's also worth noting that Death Baron is still going to be in standard. That's right. Um, mm. Around this time, so Death Baron does hit Skeletons. Yeah, Ooh, maybe right. there'll be mono black Skeleton Aggro. It could be cool. There's still mm. the... Um, uh, I mean, if you are like, I mean, obviously it's not a zombie, or is it? A, it's it's not a zombie. It's a it's a skeleton, skeleton yeah. warrior. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is the lily that that zombie matters lily in standard right. right now. So if you are just going like a skeleton zombies, yeah, and the death, death Baron pumps both, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombies, it's, it's zombies, zombies, and uh, skeletons get plus one. So be tribal yeah, undead aggro in uh, in in black and standard, mm -hmm. maybe that'd be cool. But uh, yeah, cards like this, I, I think, always see a lot of play. In, yeah. uh, in this, in, in like, and especially too, uh, with things like Golgari and whatnot going around, you know, you act, you you play your Stitcher's Apprentice or whatever, and you bin put this straight into the bin. Yeah, seems and then like. get value out of it later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, if uh, there is a combo with this, though, let us know in the YouTube comments because mm -hmm. Cam Cameron's got me curious. Now. Yeah, yeah. Now I, because I, I'm positive that I gather searching yeah. that I that I have um, been discarding things for value recently, mm -hmm. and I have no idea what. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, they, I think this set's gonna be really goofy. I'm, we're not. There's so many things to talk about. I th check out High Alert. I think that enchantment is goofy as hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the 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 basically makes makes butt cards able to fight, oh, but not in Azorius. <laughs> it's weird, but like yeah. sweet. Oh, right. Yeah, make your Arcades deck dream come to life. <laughs> um, but uh, this set seems sweet so far. I'm I'm so incredibly excited. Charnel Troll okay. was one that I was discarding to a lot over the weekend. That's oh, what I was yeah. thinking. Of. It's just... not it's not great because it, ultimately you want to like discard a card and then, and then exile it, it to Charnel yeah. Troll. But that that was the one I was thinking of. I'm just wondering if there's anything else in Golgari that really is excited about this guy. Well, there's a whole bunch of cards in the standard that put, yeah, like there's surveil that puts stuff into your graveyard. Mm -hmm. So like there's that. Yep. Yep. Uh, this card just seems fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued by it. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, crawl swarm. No, that's terrible. Uh, but there, there are things. There are discard outlets in standard. Uh, anyway, I think that wraps it up for our uh, spoiler excitement podcast. Mm -hmm. um, so we're excited. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you very much to you, the kind supporters over at Patreon.com/slash/LoadingReadyRun, for your di direct support of our website and all of this content and these humans that you see before you, including Paul. And Heather, who is not here, but who uh, edits and uploads the podcast, so many thanks to her. Um, also, many thanks to the kind people over at cardkingdom.com slash LRR um, for their just generous support of our nonsense here. They, they saw this and were like, yeah, this is the content we want. <laughs> um, so we're still not know, sure why. Yeah, if, if you want magic singles online, hot singles in your area, Go to cardkingdom.com slash LRR and order them there. They'll ship them to you globally. Um, whether or not they're in your area or not, that's what global ship. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway. <laughs> From me, Cameron. Me, Ben. And me, Nelson. Thank you very much for tuning in to Tap Tap Conceit today. Bye. Later.